This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm thrilled to welcome back Carl Lafferton. Carl is Executive Vice President for Publishing at The Good Book Company and the author of a number of books himself. He studied history at Oxford University, but has written in the area of theology and even some great books for children. He's written Original Jesus, Promises Kept, and one of my favorites, The Garden, The Curtain, and The Cross. Before joining The Good Book Company, Carl worked as a journalist, a teacher, and a pastor. Carl is married to Lizzie, and they have two younger children, and I'm just glad to have you back on the podcast. Carl, welcome. Great to be with you, champ. I'm looking forward to the verse you have for us today. Lay it on us. What do you got? Well, it's, it's actually just half a verse. It's, it's five words out of First Peter chapter 2. It's the, <laughs> the second half of verse 17, uh, and it simply says this, fear God, honor the emperor. That's it. All right. So it's nice and short. This is First Peter chapter 2. Verse 17, actually the last part of verse 17. And like you said, it's only five words, fear God and honor the emperor. So Carl, why did you pick this verse? Well, I think politics and the way we engage with politics as Christians, uh, both my side of the Atlantic, I'm sitting in London, England, and, and I dare say your side of the Atlantic, it seems to be becoming ever harder to know how to navigate things um, in a way that is going to be pleasing to uh, to the Lord. And I find these five words, uh, anchor me, remind me what matters, uh, are, very, are very helpful for that tricky navigation. So you're sitting in London and we're looking at a verse that says we should honor the king, honor the emperor. For a moment, I thought you were going to uh, lecture me on the Revolutionary War. <laughs> you're welcome back under a constitutional monarchy anytime <laughs> you want, champ. Oh, I love it. No, I think for uh, Christians to whom Peter was uh, first writing in the, uh, uh, almost certainly the early 60s AD, that they did have an emperor, the, the Roman emperor. Uh, he, he wasn't democratically elected, far from it. Uh, but I, I think we can apply this to our national ruler or our state's ruler, be yes. that a, a president, a prime minister, right. a, a queen, a king, a dare I say it, even, even a dictator such as the Roman emperor was. Hmm. So, Carl, what might this look like today? So it might apply to any political ruler, a leader of a country. Mm -hmm. How do we get in step with what the Lord wants us to be doing here? So I think the key word that I, I find helpful is the word honor. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we, we need to see that in the original context, where increasingly, and particularly in the eastern half of the Roman Empire, uh, the idea was not that you honored the emperor, but that you worshipped the emperor. Mm. Honor is actually a very controversial word for Peter to choose to use, because he is implicitly saying, don't worship the emperor. Now, you know, I, I think we all say, well, of course, you mustn't worship the emperor. But I, I do wonder whether we worship our political leaders far too much. Let me explain how I think that works. If if our guy wins, then we feel like we've won and everything's going to be fine. Hmm. And if our guy loses, then we feel like everything is terrible, our nation is falling apart, very possibly that the church is going to be seriously damaged by it. Hmm. And that means that we are in effect worshiping the office of the ruler of our country as being one that can either deliver heaven or plunge us into hell. Hmm. And 
actually no human being can do either of those apart from uh, one who can take us to heaven and, and he's no president nor, nor prime minister. So I think that word honour is key, firstly, in the sense of it's telling me don't worship political power as though it can deliver what you want or as though it can take away what you most need. Hmm. Secondly, it's telling me to honour my ruler, that is to respect them, even if I don't like them, to want the best for them, to pray for them, to be ready to praise them when they get something right, even if they belong to the wrong, in inverted commas, political party. Hmm. It means to obey them whenever possible. Now, that doesn't mean I obey them when they tell me to do something that contradicts what the Lord says, but it does mean that I obey them even if it's inconvenient and I disagree with their taxation policy or um, their policy on whether I'm allowed, how fast I'm allowed to drive on the roads and, and all these kinds of ways in which actually we are to honour our rulers in a day-by-day way. And so I, I just think that word honour is, it's a simple word, isn't it? But it's spectacularly well chosen because mm. it's saying, don't worship the emperor, but equally do honour him. Wow, that is so helpful. So what do you think the significance is of Peter including a command before honour the emperor, which is fear God? How do those two things go together? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked. I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, and I was thinking, if I don't fear God above all, in other words, if I'm not in awe of him and who he is, if I don't remember that he is the one who is sovereign, that he is the one who works his plans out, that he is greater than any political uh, election or policy or decision, and in fact that he has sovereignly ordained all those things, if I don't remember to fear God, if I don't remember who he is, then I will fear the emperor. But if I do fear God, then I will be able to say, my ruler, you know, my, my worldly ruler is important. He is, or she is, to be respected and prayed for and obeyed insofar as I can, but he or she is not my God. And so, there will come a point at which I can't obey them, perhaps, and there certainly will never come a point where I want to worship them. So, Carl, if you were sitting down with your family and explaining this verse to them, your children are all too young to be involved in the political process, but God's word is relevant to them. So how would you explain this verse to them? So I think I would be wanting to use this verse um, to say to them, what we were trying to talk through together as a family when we had our general election season uh, back uh, last uh, November, December, which is to say what God wants for us and what we most need to do is to fear God together. We need to remember who God is. We need to praise him and we need to worship him. And whatever happens in our country and whoever ends up ruling our country, God will still be God and we will still need to and hopefully want to fear him. So if we only get to the first two words of these five, then that will see us right. But we are also to remember, even as kids, that we need to respect our rulers. We need to try seek to speak well of our rulers, and we need to pray for our rulers, hmm. and then we need to get on with obeying our rulers. And, you know, if you're a kid listening to this, I think you're probably better at doing that than a lot of the adults around you. <laughs> so why not set them the example of speaking well about your rulers, praying well for your rulers, respecting them and obeying them? Well, that's a good word. And let's move in that direction. Carl, would you just close our time in a word of prayer and a word of prayer, not just for us, but for those who have political rule over us? I'd love to. Father, we 
praise you for our rulers. You put them there and you are at work through them. Sometimes we can see how and many times we can't. But we pray most of all that we would fear you, that we would remember that you and you alone are on the throne of the universe, that you and you alone are the one whose plans always come to fruition. And we pray that out of that, your spirit would guide us to know what it looks like to honor our rulers. Help us not to worship them, but help us to speak well of them, think well of them, want the best for them and our nation. Help us to pray for them. Help us to obey them insofar as we can without disobeying you. And Father, you know how divisive our political processes are at the moment. Please would your people be salt and light. Please would we show what it means to fear you and to honour our worldly rulers and not the other way around. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.